Rodriguez. I'm with the FYE podcast again. Here I am with um, my co-host Jerry Galindo and our beautiful, wonderful guests here today. Um, so I can go ahead and introduce introduce you guys, or you guys could go ahead and introduce yourselves. Whatever feels more comfortable. So my name is Imerlin Pitermela. I'm one of the graduate students with the College of Education, the counseling program. I was going to say I am Patricia Martinez. Also, you can call me Patty, and I'm also in the counseling graduate program. And lastly, my name is Kevin Garza, and I'm also in the master's program in counseling under the Department of Education as well. Awesome. Okay. Um, we're also joined by uh, Dean uh, Torres and Dr. Berger here today. So they're going to kind of help us get some insight on the reintegration of uh, campus life back to school and, you know, work as well coming back here into campus. And so that's what our podcast is going to entail today. Um, I'm happy that everyone tuning in. So I guess we can go ahead and get started with our bigger questions, starting with, um, you know, how it, how does everybody feel with the integration back into campus? And <laughs> I, I could actually uh, just answer that question for you. And really, that is the biggest question that we have. And that's the whole concept of the return to campus conversations that thankfully we're leading because that's just a hot topic. It's we're all going through this each and every single one of us. Uh, yes, we are master students in this uh, program, but we are with you every step of the way about the anxiety, about the uncertainty, about coming back into the real world once again, that we were just in quarantine not too long ago. We've already passed a year in this. Now it's coming back into full force, being a UTRGV vaquero. For a lot of you, first time freshmen. Wow, that's we're on our way out. Y'all are the future for UTRGV. And so y'all are going to make this. And so we're helping you all discover all of this uncertainty and being able to really talk it out. And that's the purpose of this group is being as a whole, remembering that we are one as the Vaquero community and we could work through this together. Beautifully put, Kevin. Um, and so one of the things that I guess has been on my mind more, uh, you know, because I am employed by uh, the university, I do also have these fears and these questions. Um, so I was wondering if you guys have uh, had any students that have the same questions or concerns and what might those be? Definitely. Um, I really enjoy being a part of the group sessions that we've had that the campus has actually hosted and put together for um, fellow students and will continue to put together for the freshmen um, so that they can see that, yes, um, exactly the same questions that we have ourselves, um, like what's going to happen in the university? What about the size loads of the classes? Um, what about the transportation systems? You know, what about the precautions, the mask wearing? Um, where is the university going? What is in it for me? Uh, we've noticed that we've had several sessions, not just one. And these same questions keep popping up in the, in the, the participants, right? In the, the student members. And um, we're happy to, to guide the sessions and to let everyone know that it is a common ground. Like Kevin was saying, we're all concerned. We all have the same um, anxieties, and we're all going toward the same way, right? We're all anxious, we're excited, um, and 
we're happy to to open up that that session right with them to help them to understand that hey guys you're not alone you're not alone we're all thinking of these same questions uh, like like we mentioned earlier before we started recording um so me and Nady have actually um had the like had the awesome opportunity of being in one of those sessions with our fellow um coworkers and I was actually like really put back at how much like I wasn't really alone. Like I was I had a feeling that I was the only one that was thinking of these questions like um but it seemed that everyone kind of had the same concerns similar to me and I just heard a lot of like things that I was like wow I've been thinking about that for a long time but like I never wanted to ask it and now this is like a safe inclusive space where everyone can kind of talk about like yeah I want to ask my coworker if they got the vaccine I want to like make sure that like my friends and my family are going to be safe if I were to go back in person on campus and um just hearing a lot of those um concerns just made me feel like really relieved that like we're so fortunate um as a university to all like be on the same page with this. Um as we mentioned in the past episodes, like the valley, you know, we're predominantly a very um poor region of like the nation and um covid can hit us and it can hit us hard and we've definitely learned that um from the past. So, I think I'm um, just taking these small steps towards reintegration and being safe and courteous with one another and transparent with our employers, with our professors with our friends um at UTRGV it's really important i think and i'm happy that you all recognize that as well and are doing sessions to kind of mitigate um a lot of those concerns that students are having and thank you jerry i i know you just talked about just being safe and inclusive in this group and i really want to emphasize on that for this future listener that you're listening to this podcast thinking maybe you have that opportunity to join us do it take advantage of it why because this is not a counseling session no yes we are master graduate students in counseling but we're helping lead this safe inclusive conversation educated conversation uh we're not yelling at each other we're not doing anything like that we're having a very civil conversation of the realities that we're all facing together and how we're going to be coming together once again in person that's really really exciting because the the conversations that we've had i mean I've been co-leaders with Patty and really my other coworker too in the idea of how we're so excited to be back together, but obviously in a safe way. And you have the right to ask those questions. We have the same questions too, faculty and staff as well, us as students, where are we going to be seeing each other? How, what concerns do we have? And if you have that opportunity, take advantage of it. That's Rule one of being a university student, if given free advice, free, free anything, take advantage of it. For sure. Um, and I think that with all of this, not only is it important for our students to feel comfortable, but also our staff. Um, you know, like Jerry had mentioned before, he wants to be able to um, ask our coworkers if they've gotten vaccinated, you know, and all of those other questions that come um, since we have been in a pandemic for the past year or over a year, um, and it feels very overwhelming to have to come back into campus and meet other people and and understand that they have reservations about us, even though we might be feeling a certain way. So I did want to ask, how did you guys uh, cope with the return? And, you know, not only are you guys um, able to help others, but have you felt like helped yourself? Um, 
you know, with this whole return? So for me, like I do work on campus too. Thankfully, my department is super small. So um, there are not too many like people like in the office. But what we try to do is that we try to like keep the distance and um, um, and make it clear to other, the other coworkers too. Like, you know, we're trying to be safe for our, our family and like just making clear like the boundaries. And I know it's hard, right? It's hard, like, you know, like you can't ask like your coworkers, like, hey, have you have your vaccine? Um, but um, just making clear, like, you know, what can we do, like, you know, to make um, each other, like, keep the space safe for everybody. Okay, like, we, if we're sick, or we prefer to stay home. Like, if we, um, if we, um, we, we wash our hands, like, we use the hand sanitizer just to, like, keep other people safe. And I know it's very nerve-wracking, like, to go back, like, on campus, um, but, like, this is like we're all like I think Kevin and Patricia like we all say this like you know we're all in this together this is like it's scary because we've been home like for like almost like well more than a year right and um it's scary like to go back but um having having those clear boundaries like just sharing those with the people that are around you like knowing letting them know okay like we're trying to be safe for everybody and I think that can help us to you know to have a good Good, um, I say like a, a safe place for everyone, right? When we're going back in the fall, so. Awesome, great response. Um, and so with this, I did just wanna ask, how did the idea of doing these sessions come into play? Um, and really what was the goal for that? I think uh, that- I, I- Mr. Torres can answer that. I was just going to say that, Dr. Torres. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I can take that one. Uh, but first, thank you so much, uh, you know, Nady and Jerry, for doing these these podcasts to uh, give information to all those new incoming vaqueros and vaqueras. Uh, and also thank you to the, to the fabulous students from the College of Education for facilitating these conversations. So, so I'm the Dean of the School of Social Work, and we have a grant, a joint grant with the School of Social Work and the School of Medicine, funded by the National Institutes of Health, uh, an initiative that's called SEAL, C-E-A-L, Community Engaged Alliance for COVID Prevention in Communities Disproportionately Impacted. It's a mouthful, so that's why we call it SEAL. And what we're, we're basically doing the same thing that the students are doing on campus in the community. We're having conversations with people in the community about their concerns, their fears, their anxiety about, about COVID, their ambivalence about COVID mitigation measures, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, the, you know, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, their, their challenges, understanding the information that's coming out because it's changing very radically. And then giving people the information and the tools that they have to make informed decisions about getting tested, about getting vaccinated, et cetera. And it's going really, really well out in the community. And then we thought, you know, our students are really a, a, a mirror representation of the broader Rio Grande Valley community. So, so why don't we do this with our student community? And so the university approached us and said, yeah, let's, let's do this. And we reached out to our, to our colleagues in the College of Education. And, and here we are, you know, we're, we're, we're basically making the same thing that we're doing out in the community available to our campus community, facilitating these conversations in, in a safe and inclusive space where students can feel free to talk about their ambivalence. You know, we live in a society that's divided and somebody 
somebody says, you know, I don't know about that vaccine, immediately they're going to get attacked by other people, you know, or, or labeled the anti-vaxxers or this or that. And when, when the truth is that all of us are ambivalent about what to do, what not to do. So these are, these are um, uh, safe spaces to have those conversations, to educate yourself without being judged or challenged. So it's phenomenal that we have this available. I'm glad that, that our, all of our student leaders and student employees have taken advantage of it. And I really want to encourage all the incoming vaqueros and vaqueras to participate and to spread the word. You know, information is power. The more we know about all of this, the, the more informed decisions we can make. That's super well put. Thank you so much for that thought, Dr. Torres. Um, and I do definitely think that that's some of the concerns that our students have. I know, um, you know, I have my own ideas on uh, COVID and the vaccine and, and the return to campus, mask regulations, all of this information. And it can kind of feel overwhelming. And, and with our media consumption nowadays, it can also be very easy to be misinformed. So I think that these sessions are really great. Uh, to kind of, you know, educate all of us and make us aware of not only the facts, but also uh, the feelings that come along with that. I did also want to ask um, our graduate students if, um, do they ever notice some of those concerns where maybe there's somebody that um, is more scared, not so the return, but of the vaccine itself or, or the mask mandates and things like that? Well, I, in the group, like it have come up like one or two, twice that there were students that were just because of the mask, some of them, um, because of their health issues, they can't wear the mask. Um, but like, we tried to like, you know, like this is a safe place. And like, um, they might feel, some students they might feel like uncomfortable for sharing those thoughts, but something that we always remind them, you know, like this is a safe place that we have, like you have different views and that's per perfect perfectly okay right like maybe like other people they're like mask is not a problem for them but some other people like discuss like their health so this group like we just try to make this a safe place so they can share their thoughts and also to feel comfortable like to share those with other people um but yeah so and definitely i also wanted to add, add that these groups are diverse. Everybody mm -hmm. has different ideas. And we're, we're, our mission right now is promoting the realistic realities of what we're going through, our feelings. Mm -hmm. and, and we're following all the mandates that are approaching to Texas, approaching the UT systems, and all the current information that's coming out. So currently, you now you have that option of, of wearing the mask or not. And, and our conversations is we're responsible university students. So we, we play that role and we talk about it. So how do you feel not wearing a mask inside a building? How do you feel that you're, you do that courtesy to wear it, but when you're outside, you remove it? So we play those scenarios because sometimes we might not think of scenario A, B, C, and D. We're just thinking that disaster scenario where it might not ever happen, but we prepare. We talk about the worst and the good case that could happen. Oh, I really like that. I, I think in inclusivity is really important. Um, and especially because we have such a great diverse group of students at UTRGV. It's one of my favorite things about the campus is you can meet somebody from anywhere, uh, you know, with different cultures and different backgrounds. And also, um, 
I think it's really important because there are those health concerns, you know, where people can't wear it, but everybody has this idea and then they kind of judge this person preemptively. And you know that even I've been guilty of that because of my own misinformation. And so having, you know, these um, group sessions is really opening my eyes, um, you know, to all of the scenarios, like you said. Uh, so I think that's really, really great. I don't know if my co-host Jerry Galindo has any more questions, uh, like, or anything to add in the meantime. Well, I, I, um, I definitely will have, will just say on behalf of like any of the Vaqueros listening right now, that um, when I, when me and Nadia attended those sessions, these sessions, that it really was like a safe space. Like the way that most of all the, um, I believe, most of the uh, graduate students approached us was like um where they kind of went in with like we're all going to have different ideas of what we're talking about we're all going to come from different backgrounds so um let's just keep and if at any point like it gets you know hostile or someone just doesn't like let's just like it with the main real real like bottom ground of those sessions was to like make sure everyone felt comfortable make sure that everyone had um their own um had their own um, place to speak. And I, I think one of the great things was even the emphasis during the session about um, you can really just, if you don't want to talk and you just want to listen and you just want to just have people that like are around you to listen to and not feel so alone, um, that's perfectly fine. Don't ever feel like you're being forced to talk or forced to turn on your webcam. Um, it really just was an area for students to feel comfortable in at the end of the day. And um, I really appreciated it a lot. Um, and I think that if I definitely would be one of, if I was an incoming freshman, I definitely would take advantage of the sessions, even if I wasn't a student worker, because I am one to like, think of the absolute worst case scenario, like every second of every day, I like freak out all the time. Um, so having that behind my head, going in with COVID and coming back to campus, I definitely would have been like, I need like I need to make sure I'm not alone. I need to make sure that like other students like feel like just as I do, and I want somewhere to go where I can like voice my own concerns. So, um, I guess a really I guess a question at the end of the day um, that I have for everyone is where could a student go to schedule one of these like I guess sessions for themselves, um, and where could they learn more about um, what exactly the counseling center is up to. I'll just hi. Um, I'll just pop in and I think address a little of that, and I think Dr. Torres might have some more information too. I'm Dr. Christine Berger. I'm a professor in the counseling program. Um, I've been sort of partially facilitating the recent sessions. Um, so yes, welcome to UTRGV to the first year students. Um, so I guess I wanted to mention that um, you will be getting. I believe you'll be getting information through orientation or through the first year experience about our sessions and that's what I think Dr. Torres might know or I think we're still waiting about some of that information and I just I'll take a one minute to say a couple things that I wanted to add from a faculty perspective as a um, you know just for all of you that and also not just faculty but as a mental health um, counseling professor and advocate for mental health I have a different view I think than what sometimes pops up and the view is that we all of us, we were plunged into quarantine, <laughs> like without a lot of notice. There wasn't a lot of time, but but we adapted and we we did it, right? And then we got through this whole year and a half, which has been probably its own 
uh, journey in a sense, because a lot of ups and downs and just things going on. So now we're faced with coming back to campus, which again, we're excited, we're maybe a little nervous, but um, there's just a, lot, a range of feelings. And I just want to kind of say for you, all of you here on the podcast and for anyone listening, is that it's okay to sort of like be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, be kind to others. This is not so we can't just sort of flip a switch and be like, oh, okay, you know, it's a brand new day and everything's, you know, taken care of and here we are. Um, just we will get there to where it feels completely normal and, you know, how you think college should be and we're going to get there. But I feel like this probably this fall semester, just to kind of keep in mind that this is a transition for all of us, for faculty, for staff, for students, student leaders. And the one thing I keep saying as I've popped up in the groups is I hope we can just be kind to each other because um, we have a range of experiences, a range of hopes, and we also have had a range of um, some hard times. So COVID has brought up a lot of hard times for people, a lot of various losses. So our groups are a place to come and talk about any of those concerns. But also, if things have been really hard for you, the, please contact the Counseling Center because um, it's okay if you've had a very hard, I, I'm very concerned about people who might have had a lot of losses of jobs or different things, uh, family members, friends. And so just to keep in mind that there's no nothing to feel bad about if you need some extra support. And the Counseling Center is there to um, add the additional support. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Berger. I think uh, just to follow that up with, I, I sometimes, um, a lot of the times think like, oh, I know I didn't suffer a loss. And I also don't think any of my friends suffered a loss. But then you go into these sessions where you start openly talking about like what you did have to go through. And I was just surprised of the stories I heard um, during the sessions. I'm fortunate enough to like to not have anyone in my immediate or distant family to be affected by COVID. But when I heard some of the stories and some of the trials and tribulations that some of these students went through, um, it got or some of the students, but like my fellow, you know, coworkers, like people that were right next to me, what I heard that they went through or um, like what kind of loss they suffered or what kind or like at one point, um, I even heard a story where like the whole family got COVID and they were all sick. But like, of course, like, uh, thank God no one like passed, but like it was a, it was a struggle for them to have to go through that. And um, I think it's important that sometimes we have to take a step back and kind of see the big picture like not you may be fine but like your coworker, your friend they might not be um they might have like have to be going through this other stuff so i think um these sessions are good for transparency and um yeah i i think uh like you said um dr berger if students are going through any of this and they are definitely not reaching out to anyone they definitely should utrgv offers a range of resources um catered for those specific um scenarios that like are just so tragic um when coming like when coming to terms with COVID and um I think uh if anything these sessions are just gonna um hopefully give eye-opening perspectives to students and um just realize like oh I can I can make a counseling session I can uh reach out to the counseling center to see what other resources are available for me I can reach out to the UT Health get a vaccine um I think I'm ready for a vaccine so I think if anything, these um, these sessions are just really good overall for like making sure students um, get exposed to like those kinds of resources. Yes, especially because I feel like um, 
you may be having those feelings and not necessarily know what to do with them sometimes. Cause I think that with the sessions, I was able to understand some of the like resentment that I had, you know, or like feelings that um, I had repressed in myself that I was like, oh, it's been so long. It's been a year. I, I feel like I didn't have anybody to talk during that time to process these feelings. And so hearing everybody else speak about them, um, about their experiences and thinking like, wow, that, that seems really difficult. And then being like, wait, I kind of went through that too. Or, or, you know, these feelings um, that I had that I didn't know what to do with, that's a really great place to talk about them. And I think that when you talk about them, uh, you understand them a little bit better and you get to deal with them better because, uh, I, you know, it, it just helps, especially with because it is a safe place. Um, so I think that that's the best part about these return to campus sessions and and these conversations that we're having is um, not only that you get to hear other people's stories and discuss the fears that you may have, but also deal with the feelings that you had during the whole time that you were locked up, you know, in quarantine. So I'm really excited. Miss um, Patricia, would you like to tell us uh, where we can have more uh, information and get in contact with the Counseling Center? Yes, I was actually going to say um, that I thank you both for your positive comments on the sessions, because that means that we did our part or we're doing our part um, well. Um, we, we take our role seriously as counseling students, and we're here for you all and for us, of course, as well, because we're also students like you and we're going through the same things. Um, you're not alone and we're not alone. And um, I just, yes, I want to tell everyone out there who's listening um, and remind you all as well that we do have a counseling um, program and a counseling center at the university. And if you ever continue to feel um, that you need help to speak to someone, right, or to feel like you're not alone um, or you're anxious about classes or, you know, like we're talking about right now, the going back to campus, um, I have here on the chat um, the the like the center it's a uh, room 210 in Brownsville and in Edinburgh it's uh the education I think center 109 and in Brownsville the number is 956-882-3897 882-3897 and in Edinburgh it says 956-665-2574 six six five two five seven four and they're available um if ever you have any um need to speak to anyone awesome well thank you guys so much for all of this information and for giving us some clarity um you know on the program on the sessions uh and just how all of it came to life and and you know the goal of, of it all um so i thank you guys so much for joining us and having these conversations once again um, and I really look forward to getting this information out to our viewers and our students joining the Vaqueros um, and I think that this concludes our podcast for today thank you guys so so much